W-H-U-P-L-P Hillsboro. Today I've got somebody special in here. I've got Maestra, female hip-hop artist from Durham, North Carolina, graduated from Purdue University in West Lafayette, North Carolina with her Bachelor's in Arts, Theater, Acting, and a Bachelor of Science in Psychology. Just somebody amazing, a beautiful songbird, musical artist, hip-hop, just tearing up the scenes. I've seen her perform at the Penthook, and she goes from this amazing smile to just phenomenal, fierce hip-hop artist. I can't wait for you all to hear her. Um, and it's amazing how she influences the vocals with the hip-hop and being so humble and welcoming in her approach. Uh, just one of the most welcoming people that I look forward to this interview. Uh, spoken Stories brought to you somebody special from Durham. WHUPLP Spoken Stories Episode 7 Maestra We go right out to this instrumental You already know where you at Attention poets and those who enjoy poetry. You are now in tune to the world's definition of art. Listeners being our body and our features being in our heart. In honor of those who came before me, I welcome you all to Spoken Stories. Greetings. Greetings, Maestro. How's it going? I'm not complaining. How you doing, Endless? It's going great. How you, how's it going, Endless? I like that. I like that approach right there. I might have to just cut that and make that like into something. How's it going, <laughs> Endless? Um, it's going great. I can't complain. Got you in the studio for episode 17. I've been looking forward to getting you up in here. You and I have uh, been vibing out on the scene for about a year and a half, two years, I think, that you and I have seen each other just perform or just being at shows, uh, being in the audience. So to have you in here, talk about your arts and your talents and what you do in the community for children, um, I just can't wait. So can't wait to pick your brain apart. All right. And I thank you for having me here, too. Oh, yes. Um, so you say you are from Durham. How does it feel to grow up in Durham and perform and put your stamp um, on Durham? Because you have performed with a lot of heavy hitters. You are a heavy hitter yourself. So to rock the crowds with some of those um, heavy hitters in Durham and be from Durham, how does that feel? Well, for one, man, they even put that in the words. I would say Durham is changing so much now. Like it's um, like the way it's being developed is is crazy now. Like it just it's a lot different than how it was when I was growing up. Um, so actually being out here on the scene and performing my music, that's like a I mean, some people look at it as a little dream, but obviously it's going to grow into bigger things. But. It's a it's an amazing feeling to be out here and, you know, just to see people whenever I go anywhere in Durham, people will be like, hey, aren't you Maestra? And I'll be like, yeah. They'll be like, yeah, you perform downtown at whatever place. You know, it might be skewers. It might be. Do you see a lot of familiar faces from when you was in school, like people that you kind of grew up with and they see you performing now and just transition into that uh, that different person? Oh, yeah. Um, I'll say matter of fact, some of some artists. And, you know, others are 
people that I run into out on the music scene, some people will say like, oh, for real, you still performing? That's what's up. So <laughs> that'll be kind of cool. Like people that I probably went to school with or I came across in Durham, like, you know, people that I've met around the way. Um, and there's a couple of artists out here that's doing really, really well. So proud because <laughs> I recognize them for Go ahead, shut them up. Oh, yeah. Um, for one, all right. So even before I was maestra, I was always going to de facto shows because, you know, I was calling him like my little brother. Like, I mean, he's, you know, my god brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, de facto. From, yeah, de facto yeah. featured on here as well. I've played his music on here. He's awesome. Yeah, you know, that's that's how that's how we, we kind of did uh, in school or whatever, but um, y'all went yeah, to the just, same high school together. Well, we performed at the same high school over there, Hillside, That's Mr. Tab. Yeah, like I mean, a lot of people that came from you know performing at Hillside are doing extremely well. So it seemed like um, that teacher really was respecting y'all. Oh man, respecting, making sure we was respectful with him too. Yeah, Mr. Tab, he's. I mean, he's great people. Like, a lot of us looked at him as our own father. Like, that's how close we were to him because, Is I mean. Is he still there? Oh, yeah. He's still over there. He'll I'm going to go. I'm going to reach out to him for that. I've never heard of him, but for him to breed you, de facto, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of other phenomenal artists that he has influence to respect their talent so for you and de facto to come out of there alone i know that he's doing something so i might have to reach out to him and see uh get some wisdom from that man oh yeah de facto (laughs) he's something else like he puts out some really good music you can tell you know where he's coming from another person i'm gonna say um so i was at the early college high school that's where i actually graduated high school from it was over there at nccu north carolina central and um, one person that I know from over there would be Juice Lord. He is, man, I'm so. Juice like, Lord is amazing. Yeah, he's so nice, too. <laughs> I usually see like, him in the mall, and he's always so nice to my kids. And then he tur- he transitions to that hip-hop beast. Like, Juice Lord is amazing. Like, I was like, Juice, let me play some of your music on the radio. He said, bro, I got to work on these cleans for you because you already know how I rock. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. He is now that's another person. He is extremely talented. Like, man, you wouldn't believe like some of the things that you would see, like even outside of performances, like this dude, he he's supposed to be, you know, he's supposed to be on stage. Yeah. He's supposed to not just be on stage, but he's supposed to do some good things. Like if you just knew all the stuff that that dude could come up with. I mean, just creative around all around, great performer, like I haven't seen somebody, um, especially in our generation like that, be able to hold the audience's attention like that. It's so funny how he is just because, you know, we used to work together. And he always been like that for real. For yeah. real. Like, just like he's doing some good things. That's another one I'm proud of. Yeah, ladies like, and gentlemen, I want y'all to get a, uh, y'all just getting a glimpse of the type of interview that we're having right now. Just somebody so humble. I have her in here on WHUP. LP of Hillsboro Spoken Stories. Um, she's getting interviewed, and <laughs> just the first 10 minutes, she's um, humbling herself and talking about the other phenomenal artists in the area. So, And she's naming heavy hitters, too, Juice Lord. Um, de facto, just so many dope artists that, that you can reach out to and find. De facto's performed on here. I can't wait to get Juice Lord on here. Find, if you say you can't find good music, you're not looking for it, because we're telling you, I've told you about it, and we got another person attesting to that right now. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I got to make mention of them because, like, just being out here, like, they are people 
you know, I, I like to tell them, hey, we're rooting for you, but at the same time, we looking at you and y'all are doing some good things. Like, you know, when people are really doing good things and you see where they come from, you know, like that that's a big thing. So you, you always want to spread that kind of energy, you know, around. That is, that's important. I love yeah. how you say that. When you see people doing good things and you know where they come from, it's good to support them. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that support, we go jump right into this music. Um, go ahead. We, I'm going to let you introduce this first song. I'm going to play this Class Rules, but go ahead. Tell me uh, the inspiration behind this. All right. So Class Rules. Class Rules is that song that um, it introduced you to me, the type of music that I'm getting ready to deliver to you, you know, my gift that I'm about to give you. So um, a lot of what I believe in as far as, you know, centering it around my music would be, I always want to uh, show you guys that I'm still learning and I'm still growing and I want y'all to watch that. You know, you don't just teach by speaking, you teach by showing too. So some things that I've learned along the way, you know, from experiences, a lot of the, a lot of that is in this song. So class rules is that, you know, this is the way I had to learn to get around in life and I'm going to be real with you. I'm not going to, you know, give you anything that's going to stir you in the wrong way. You know, I <laughs> we, want you to learn like I learned. We got Maestra in here. She in here letting us know what we about to listen to. I appreciate our time. We about to rock out with some poetry, some music, class rules. Let them know what it is right here. <laughs> Don't be shy, come to the front If you're intimidated, then I have already won Nah, I just wanna disseminate Instead of play a hate Another day you're late So early, I want to disintegrate How we relate When it comes to how we interact Matter of fact, after math I'll show you how to weigh it out To be exact And don't be wimping on me fellas Cause I need some competition Make me jealous I just picture you rapidly or take it slow, but I gotta get my point across so you will never know the distance I will go to got the wandering through the valley. Forty miles away for pissy pay and still old Sally. May I have your attention? Just listen, cause I bet you wanna touch it just because you see it glisten and you wonder why she tripping. Cause my strength no best, so let's coalesce and get you ready for the test. I, I'm giving you the tools to prove to the world that you can be abused. These your class rules Outside of this realm You'll do what you wanna do I said M-A-E-S-T-R-A Maestra I said M-A-E-S-T-R-A Maestra M-A-E-S-T-R-A And ask how can I save the day And the good Lord said right back to me Yes, sure will pave the way Be sure to bless my name Every moment, every day And I'll turn you to a soldier No matter what Lucci say Now that I sparked your interest I figured you should hear this The sorrow that you're going through Is mean as mommy dearest Just know that I'm the father And I'll bring it to an ending Your heart I'm surely mending And that hurt ain't worth remembering I came to reinterpret All the memes you see online If you want some respect Then you must pass it through the vine 
No one's above the universal law, we've been the teachers The preachers got expectation too, they gotta reach us How hard it had to be to drive a herd of know-it-alls And when we finally fall, everybody got the balls to pitch So we must rise to the occasion, rise through the abrasions While my eyes, they look Malaysian, I say I'm giving you the tools to prove to the world that you can be of use your class rules outside of this realm you do what you want to do i said m-a-e-s-t-r-a maestra i said m-a-e-s-t-r-a maestra Mistake me for a preacher I wish a rapper would step out of line I beseech ya I'm feeling like I'm writing dissertations to please So let me spit the hottest 16 since the freeze Ice age taking out the old Because I'm too, too Think you on my level, you's a fool Where you went wrong was the thought to wanna check me I'm pretending that I have to sneeze You should bless me I'm the best B. I ain't from New York, but I can make him YC down south. Back in the game, boiler maker in my vein. We don't go for Notre Dame. Black and gold play, I ain't no shame in my game. Bull City better love me. I'm leading you to fame. <laughs> Look at all those lonely people. Shout out to the beat maker. Shout out to Maestro on that. You killed those. You killed those. You know you killed those too. Oh, yeah. Um, the producer was Millie Vaughn on that one. He's another one that, uh, he's another heavy hitter producer. And um, he's, um, actually, I have, I want to say two more, two more songs with, um, that are produced by him that are not released yet, but yeah. So give me some insight. What was the the motivation on, on, on letting the people know who you was on that particular beat and to spell your name out right there to mix the, the rap uh, with the strong vocals, give me some insight on, on the build of that. <laughs> Man, clowning. Just clowning the ride, <laughs> just enjoying it. No, I mean, okay, so it was like part clowning because it's like, okay, teacher. So I should teach them how to spell my name because I know that's going to be something. Um, that's, I mean, that's one of the biggest things. Like when you just get getting to know an artist, you try to spell a name right. So in that song, I'm like, okay, why, do, why don't I teach y'all how to spell my name? I mean, repetition is a good teacher in itself. So, you know, if y'all like the hook and y'all say it over and over, just like, you know, anything you listen to, um, if you like the hook, you're going to repeat it. So um, a lot of people spell my name a lot better now, or sometimes they sing it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> right, That's nice. That's very nice yeah. just to be out there uh, performing from front of the crowd. I'm pretty sure there's a moment where you're going to perform that. And you're going to just put the microphone out there and you just go let them kind of sing it for you. Man, that happens now. Oh, I love it. <laughs> that That's what happens I'm saying. now sometimes. Like, um, I mean, especially if I'm in a if I'm in a place where you know I started doing this music thing there, you know, it'll be a whole bunch of people. Like they'll really call, they'll echo it back to me, and I I can't even remember the very first time that happened, but every time it's it's still new. <laughs> it's fun though. I love it. I love your approach. It's just so smooth and chill with the vibe, with the conversation. And then when you perform, you really transform into that 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 beast. Um, what what's that transition for you? Do you get nervous stepping on stage, or, or how do you transition into that? Man, I feel like there's no such thing as not getting some kind of, you know, we call it nervousness. 
a lot of time we call it, you know, just that energy just need to be released. It's, you know, it's almost like when you, you uh, play video games, like, <laughs> like if the fighting games, when the, when you power up, that's exactly what that feeling is. So, I mean, sometimes mm. it's anxiety. Sometimes it's, you know, just that rush. You know, it's so amazing what you said. It's like you get that uh, video game, that power up. I had uh, Fuse in here. Shout out to Fuse. He was a feature. He was a feature on me a, a future uh, a couple weeks ago. But uh, Fuse gave me this um, analogy that he said that he's adapted years, years ago. That there's no such thing as nervousness. He said it's just like you approaching that situation, so your body is fusing up to mm-hmm. to to conquer that quest to do that right. because you don't necessarily do it often. It's not your normal routine. So when you get to perform, it's just your body charging up to do it. Like you said, that video game Super Bowl or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, when he said that to me, I'm like, that was genius right there. Oh yeah, uh, for real. Because I mean, you know, there's so many you 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 have to charge it like that. There's so many people in there, and they are coming out there for something. Like I teach that too. Like one of the reasons why we do it is to entertain. That's one of the reasons why the audience is gonna be there in the first place because they want the entertainment because of whatever they're dealing with. That's why um, I always say. Whenever you're getting ready to perform, always be in the mindset of are you giving these people what they need or just what they want? You know, you sometimes you got to pay attention to that. So my a, a lot of what I do is to feed people. I mean, I might not, you know, have the bread to just throw out, you know, how, you know, symbolism in that. But yeah, I yeah, might not I have definitely. the bread to just throw at you, but, you know, at least feed off of my knowledge that I'm giving you. Oh, yeah, you know? I, I definitely. Why, why you mentioned that you're a teacher and you went to school for this. So uh, shout, shout out to having that bachelor's of arts in theater and acting. Um, but uh, my question is, why why did you um, come to that approach with life? Like, when did that spark hit you when you were in school or that this is what I want to do? And why did you particularly start doing that? Oh, man, this was way before school. This was. <laughs> All right. So pre maestra, pre, you know, me even having my own mind. I was with my grandfather a whole lot and he's a reverend. So traveling with him, you know, up and down the road where he would go teach and preach to people, you know, and I would see people, they would, you know how you were talking about that transition? Mm -hmm. People would transition from, you know, feeling like there was no hope to, you know, oh, I might actually make it through this. Or matter of fact, I don't know, I was just sitting there tripping. I already could have overcome that obstacle. All I had to do was hold my head up. <laughs> so that's, that's awesome. pretty much why I wanted. I, I never, uh, matter of fact, I never thought I was going to be a teacher before I was. That's <laughs> awesome. I honestly, everybody always used to tell me because I was seeing in church or seeing wherever I was, not just in church at school or whatever kind of art I was doing, they always would say, oh, you're going to be great. And I'm like, oh, well, everybody says that. You know what they say about our generation. Everybody told us, oh, you can do anything you want to. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking like that, you know. I mean, I might, I might not. But it's funny that, you know, when you have a purpose, you can't can't tell God, oh, I'm not with that purpose. I'm going to do something else. It oh, yeah. never works out like that. Oh no, you can't hide away. <laughs> you can't hide away from it. I, like, this, I've got no. this. I got this theory that we, every that we're like steps. Like not to um, uh, make our life so simplistic by any means, but I feel like everybody has something that they are going to get to or should have gotten to, and it's just the way that we approach it. And it's like all facets in life, for all facets in life. You said it. Repetition 
um, build success. You said that earlier, and like 15 minutes into the interview. So I definitely understand what you're saying. Yeah. Oh yes. So I mean, on on that on that holding your head up high, I got I got a poem. I like to spit poems sometimes on the show if you don't mind. If you, yeah. If you don't mind sharing this for hey, me, I love, perfect. I love how you built it. That's why I started to giggle a little bit because you uh, mentioned your grandfather telling you to hold your head high. Um, so I feel like this is on, um, right on that same realm. My grandmother has told me before that Band-Aids, they don't work for us black people. She said that the severity of our scars are too deep. Wounds of unpaid wages and permanent scrapes from past crack whips make our skin heal faster, so she never bought Band-Aids. Just rent it off and put a little dirt on it is what she would say. I remember imagining that the mixture of water, dirt, and blood would act as a mask. Covering up truth, forcing my ancestors, our ancestors, to wear lies and layers of how we were viewed. I can remember imagining that person, but I could never imagine that pain. That expression of strength. The face of adversity, sorrow like a soldier watching his best friend die. A piece in him dies, but he lives himself hit by flying whip, but he stands and just puts a little dirt on it. I couldn't imagine. Imagine myself being forced to that mentality, myself being a man quick to put Band-Aid on me over glimpses of blood. It makes me question my strength. And have I ever seen strength? Maybe my eyes only seen take, not what it takes to just rinse off, cover up and mask and act as wounds don't exist, hidden in plain sight like the worries of the day that people quite often just throw a little dirt on and just rinse away, my grandmother tells me. She tells me my generation. <laughs> this plain sight wound of self-abuse and hatred and a lack of patience is a damn shame. We just rely on band-aids is what she says. Our accountability null and void and so quick to scream that we hurt if we only knew, my grandmother says. If we only knew that we healed faster. And that those band-aids, they are not built for our skin. The adhesive is not built for our skin. So when I call her about my worries, my pains and my wounds, my grandmother tells me to hold my head high. Fight through the pain and just put a little damn dirt on it, William. And I promise, I promise it'll go away. Yeah, and it's light. <laughs> hey. hey. It's light. Hey, you like that one? Yeah. I mean, that goes to show you, you know what, we talk about all the time, just, I don't care what you believe in. It could be scientific, for real. Like, where your mental is, that deciphers a lot of, I mean, it helps you decipher a lot of your decisions. Are you going to sit there and pout about life, you know, when that's who we are. That's who we are. People who go through things over and over and over. As soon as we were born, we were already going through things. And in order to live this life, you're going to have to be a soldier in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. That's who you are. The people that were here before you were that same very thing. I'm starting to um, understand right now with being so young that um, self overcome is the only overcome. Mm -hmm. And when you just imagine if you were a kid, just imagine if you was like seven years old and you realized that that was the only thing you had to worry about. You know what I'm saying? In real life, because I know we, they tell us. Like, you don't got to worry about the opinion of other people. But what if you, like, really, really just did it at a younger age? How far, how far you would be? You see what I'm Man. saying? Like, <laughs> no self-doubt, really understanding every particular failure, quote-unquote, is, is just a hurdle to learn from. Like, adapting that analogy and that mindset early is it like winning. The power. <laughs> that's yeah, what it is that's what it is it's the power and I love the pause that little 
a um, couple seconds of, of silence, you said <laughs> the power. Cause that, yeah, I mean, it's, it's real because that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's, I don't want you to think of recycled as a, a throwaway thing, but that's what we have always used. That's what we were, it's a gift that we were given. We're supposed to use that. Let me tell you what's really awesome is that we're aware of it. Um, this power, and I, I know your listeners are probably like, what in the world are they talking about? I'm about to let you know what we're talking about <laughs> because I don't want you to think we're speaking in um, in code. But just like we're talking about that freedom of expression lived um, right. thoroughly. Just imagine, listeners, how you enjoy art. You enjoy that painting. Somebody didn't care what you thought about. They just did that in the sense of music. Nobody didn't care what you thought about it. They just did that in the sense of dancing, in the sense of any particular type of art we appreciate. What if we really appreciated that to the full magnitude? That's why I'm an artist. I feel like that's my expression. Is is, is an expression not caring about what people think? Hmm. What has been one like really good thing said about your art? One good thing that I can say about my art? Yeah, no, no. What has been something somebody has said like really good that kind of oh. stood out to you about your art? Um, people will say that it's real. Hmm. And they can really relate to certain things like they'll when they shout back a line to me and they just heard my song for the first time. And then they'll tell me, I really felt that right there. <laughs> it really hit me like the ability to connect with people. That's why I say I always got to learn and show y'all that I'm learning and not a perfect being. But, you know, I'm trying to get where I'm supposed to be. Because if y'all feel like I'm all high and mighty and I never go through anything, y'all not going to take it seriously anyway. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, when you can relate to something that I'm saying, I know that I'm doing my work. When you can relate to it. I love that. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, I just told a fellow artist the other day, I kind of grade artists um, or a particular art. If it makes me think of more art, if it makes me want to create, mm -hmm. then I'm going to give it some extra points. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yes. I'm going to play this beautiful song right here that you that you sent me. I'm going to play this Say Something uh, featuring, who, who is this featuring? Go ahead. Like, this introduce. is featuring, well, actually, actually, this is uh, Say Something by Innocence. Mm -hmm. And I'm featured on this song along with 2B. He's another um, singer. And Innocence is actually a, a rap group. Oh, yeah. yeah, We know who Innocence yeah. is. Innocence is not featured on here before. Shout out to Innocence. Yeah, Really, yeah. really dope hip-hop group. As I mentioned on that episode, I featured their music. Um, Innocence and I um, collaborated on a uh, Christmas drive like two years ago at the um, Pleiades Art Gallery in Durham. Uh, we just had a little toy drive. Uh, everybody got in free if you brought a toy, and we just distributed toys to the to the local youth that didn't really have any, and they just was there bearing arms. They even brought a bunch of presents. Was so nice about it, like it was a great great event. That was my introduction to them, and ever since then we kind of been rocking out. So shout out to good people. Shout out to innocent. Yeah, they the big brothers. Yeah, he said that, he said they the big brothers. Yeah, for real. Real they, hip hop they too. Like they, they real hip hop. Exactly. Oh yeah. So shout out to say something featuring Two B and Maestra. Let them know what you're talking about because they about to hear it. Let 
major outrage this morning after a behavioral therapist was shot by an officer after he held his hands in the air, lying on the ground, his patient with autism sitting right nearby. The unarmed black behavioral therapist shot by police on the streets of Miami. When he hit me, I'm like, I still got my hands in the air. I said, no, I just got shot. And I'm standing there, so I'm like, sir, why did you shoot me? And his, ex and his words to me, he said, I don't know. Say something, change something, cause if I say nothing, change nothing, you gotta speak. Cause if you love for someone who just move in these streets, then speak, cause closed mouths they never release. So I'ma say something, change something, cause if I say nothing, you change nothing, you gotta speak. Cause if you love for someone who just move in these streets, then speak, cause closed mouths they never release. Anger's in our heart. Our eyes show defeat, a never-ending story of how the blackness beat. We just another nigga caught in the system, living worse conditions, not realizing that we can make a difference. But we gotta look within and have a greater vision, and realize what we want and speak it in existence. And be persistent and rise and overcome all the lies that's mixed with all of the pain and the shit. That Cause when I look around, I see his brothers dying in these streets, which leads to more black women steady crying in these streets. Wicked politician leaders always lying to the streets And everyone, even the media, got their eyes upon the streets So we need to make a move, but don't know just what to do We've been rioting it through, but we know closer to the truth Everybody knows the problem, but nobody has an answer Broken vision spread like cancer, and my people feel abandoned So I speak to change something Say something, change something, cause if I Say nothing, you change nothing, you gotta speak Cause if you love for someone who just move in these streets Then speak, cause closed mouths they never release So I'ma say something, change something Cause if I say nothing, you change nothing, you gotta speak Cause if you love for someone who just move in these streets Then speak, cause closed mouths they never release I see the struggle in the eyes of the youth How we misled and misfed and blind from the truth On what we need to do Paralyzed from the move As if we got it figured out but barely have a clue Now it's the moment to own it Unite and make a difference Put muscle behind your word and stay in position As you can see we need strong black leaders More black schools with scholars to teach us More black markets and farmers to feed us Remind the government how much they really need us America we rep the nation too Like we're created in his image too So what's your golly move? It's what it's coming to Time to face it, it's power in the tongue So it's time to embrace it, times are changing for the worst, let's make it better So drop the ego and let's get it together If you won't change, the speed change Say something, change something Cause if I say nothing, you change nothing You gotta speak Cause if you love for someone who just move in these streets Then speak, cause closed mouths they never release So I'ma say something, change something Cause if I say nothing, you change nothing Cause if you love for someone who just move in these streets Then speak, cause closed mouths they never will leave Sitting 
solitude I do not mean to be rude But please do not look at me It's just a black queen with an attitude Cutting to the chase Let's stack our bread in an account Let's plant our seeds and watch them grow And turn our lives around Why soaking all this misery And giving to the tyranny Ain't trying to put fear energy But I speak and you ain't hearing me They poison in our minds to clip Ain't that much bearing me If I was going to abominate I would have taken myself to Laramie Gotta represent for the youngins back at home Who feel as if they're going through the struggle all alone Cause change is coming toward us Let's please the ones before us No one else gonna do it for us He's waiting to avoid us America has given the Negro people a bad check A check which has come back marked insufficient funds Wow, powerful, powerful music, powerful music, just as we were talking about earlier. I feel like your flow is just so unique, how you really, really blend that songbird with that, 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 oh, that, that Titan, that Titan rap. Like, it's so, so beautiful with that feather floating in the air, and then you come through and punch him in the face with the bars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so nice with it. And shout, shout out to Innocence. And um and the other man, what you said two B on there? Yes. Yeah, shout, yeah, shout out to Innocence and Two B on there, uh, with the rap bars as well. That's a great, great song. If you don't like that, you don't like music, you need to check your ears or something. For oh real. man. Yeah, if you don't like that, I don't know what you like. Happy yeah. belated birthday, Malcolm X. Oh yeah, how, yeah, Malcolm X is one of my favorite people. Like it's so crazy because even he gets scrutinized. You know what I'm saying? Like even pe- people want to say that he's not as good as he we should think he is. Like as if somebody out there is perfect. I was about to say. Uh, well, at the same time, if you gonna say that, then none of us are in real life. <laughs> yeah, none of us are. Like everybody gets scrutinized. We didn't have so, that. We didn't have our fault. It's just about knowing how to overcome that fault. So that that uh, that music had a lot of political references in that. Do you try to? Um, play around with that in your music to kind of drip those little hints of wisdom as you're performing or, or writing music or how, how do you kind of go about that? Yes, because it gives somebody the question to ask or something to talk about. Mm, that's really nice. All I like that. I like that. Crazy thing, I thought of it on the spot too. That yeah. means I meant it. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. I really like that. I really, really like that. That seems like the embodying of an artist. Okay, It gives somebody... Some, what you say, a question to ask or something mm-hmm. to talk about? Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah, I mean, because not everybody is going to be, um, or not everybody is going to understand the reference that you're making, but as long as some people can, those some people are probably going to say something about it or they're thinking of, think about it. And, I mean, you behave how you think. I think the way that the world is nowadays with the political view and violence that is evoked uh-huh. Or that we are told that is evoked by what, you know what I'm saying? It's so hard not to write about it. You know what I'm saying? It's thrown in our face. We know all about it. It's, it's just uh, a part of our life with gentrification, with presidency, with uh, water not being adequate, just with so much stuff that there's to talk about. How could you not? Like, how could you not? You know what I'm saying? Somebody answer that question for me. So I definitely put uh, understand you putting it in there. Man, you remember... Uh, you know how you just saying gentrification. You remember earlier how I was saying, you know, Durham. Shout out to Bull City, but you know how I was saying Durham is really coming up. Like I was walking downtown the other day, just getting a little walk in, really. Um, after running some errands, and uh, 
I'm noticing there's new places. I mean, it, it looks real nice, and it's. I mean, you're starting to have to move your your neck up a lot, you know, <laughs> when you're walking downtown, just seeing the different places that are down there. And um, I was actually just working on a video, and uh, Rico Live, shout out to Black Wall Street as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah Rico Live. But uh, Rico. he was just sitting there talking about like, um, it's very important for kids to be able to come out here and know what they're looking at. Speaking of Black Wall Street, like the the MNF Bank. That's why it's know? up to us as artists to continue to perform and give that upbuilding culture. Because mm-hmm. as much as we talk about things as gentrification, as, excuse me, gentrification, um, the our, I don't know if we can necessarily stop it, but bring our approach with art and influence into that world so it's not getting drowned out. You know what I'm saying? A voice can be heard. Exactly, exactly. Because the one thing that is not going to change, and I'm going to say it in this generation, I hope somebody say it after me in the next generation, like if you don't understand what's going on in your history, you're not going to be able to take that bull bottom horns and keep riding. I mean, there's no way because if you're not familiar with it, then you're going to feel like this is, oh, this is a new thing, the world is over, there's nothing we can do. But there's always something I mean, obviously we can't control but so much, but there's obviously always something for us to be able to do. Like that's I why I think it's hilarious that you're from Durham and you said grab the bull by the horns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean I mean for real. Like that's that's how you gotta take a hold of this life because gentrification, like you were just saying, it's been happening and we were warned about it, you know. So are we gonna sit here and waste our time, you know, uh just not trying to make a change because we feel defeated or are we going to start somewhere and make it a little bit better because I mean the one thing I don't care whether or not you believe whatever was a choice it honestly don't even matter what are you doing what are you doing now like are you are you going to be one of those people that are going to just be defeated or are you going to make your mark out here and say okay well Everything might not be perfect come next generation, but at least we can put something right, pave this kind of way right here, regardless of your, what your opinion is. Oh, yeah. Just oh. being honest about it. Like, um, a lot of times we get distracted from, you know, what we're supposed to be doing because we spend so much time talking about it. Like, yeah, there has to be a balance, but make sure you actually out here, you know, doing something. You know, just doing something productive. I definitely understand and that's what that influence is and that art that I mentioned, just trying to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do. Right, With exactly. you being a teacher, have you noticed any tidbits of little wisdom where you're like, oh, man, this little, this little young person has the green light. Like, they, they got it. They figured it out. Man, to be completely honest, and I'm not trying to be cheesy or whatever, but every single last one of them have that sometimes. Awesome. <laughs> like, even the ones that we, you know, will sit there and be like, oh, I can't do nothing. Well, there ain't no such thing as what you can't do. Mm-hmm. Because if it was something you wanted to do, you would have got it done. Exactly. But, like, each and every one of these kids, they're not going to be exactly the way that you want them to be, but... Like, you'll find if you pay there. attention, mm-hmm. like they want you to in the first place, if you pay attention, like they'll say something on the day where you feel like you at your lowest point and they'll be like, wait a minute, you ain't you the one that said everything was going to be all right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like <laughs> stuff like that. Like, that's what I mean. That was written out of my for babes, man. Like, you just supposed to pay attention. Like. I mean, from their accomplishments to seeing, you know, how they can turn around. Just just seeing their work, you know. I, you got to push them to get that work in. 
And that's a lot of the things that I, I fear sometimes. It, that That's why I'm out here not just trying to be a part of the scene, not just wearing red for Ed, you know, just, just for the fashion statement of it. It's I do want y'all to pay attention to the fact that these kids have a light in them and what is the purpose in sending them to this next generation without, you know, cultivating that, without nurturing it, without making it or not, not necessarily making it yourself, but showing them, making it yourself, but showing them how to turn that volume up. You know, how to brighten that light, how to illuminate them own, their own selves. I definitely agree. I feel like this uh, life that we're building is a lot of me, selfie, see, me type life opposed to the helping of the other. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to be here taking care of us and trying to take care of what we leave leaving behind. So I definitely agree. Man, yeah. I'll say, a, man, a lot of that, I ain't mean to cut you off, but like a lot of that whole, oh, I'm on social media, I just want to be seen. Really, when you when you knock it down to the illusion that it is, is people making sure that their flaws are okay. Let me let me back that up. People are really just trying to find a way to cope with the fact that they they notice their own flaws. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. Like, I mean, when you seek attention like that, obviously you feel like something is wrong with yourself. Oh yeah. On on that note, can I can I spit another poem on that note? Uh huh. You made me think of one. Should I be what you want me to be? As I open my eyes, I sometimes wish that I can see what you see. But only to make it even, you've got to share my grief. You can tell me how to live my life if you agree to fill my past pains piece by piece and you will realize my passive emotions are just me reaching for peace while searching for a release for the anger that's underneath so I just breathe. Wishing the acceptance and affirmation of the world would just leave then I remember to be thankful and just appreciate being me. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little quick snippet of some bars real quick. Yeah. What'd you think about that one? Oh, yeah. I was just, it made me giggle, too, because, I mean, that's exactly, um, you remember that show Divergent, right? Yes. That um, I think that was the movie where they wouldn't allow the girls to look in, or none of them to look in the mirror, with mm. whatever. I, I can't remember exactly how that movie was, but, um, and she was saying the reason why, they weren't allowed to do that. It's because you're paying attention to yourself so much, thinking, worried about how other people view you. That's a real thing, and that goes back to what we said earlier in the show. <laughs> like, what if you got a young person to really realize that didn't matter? You know what I'm saying? I feel like they would win. They would win so much because they would focus on themselves. Even as an adult, there's never no time. I'm still understanding that myself. It doesn't matter what the view of you my influence is what matters. You know what right. I'm saying? That's what that's what matters. Your perception of my image doesn't matter. But you just can't let that taint my the influence I can give you. You see what I'm saying? There's something in me that you can give to anybody. And we're so worried about what we look like that we're like missing that part. Man. Honestly, if if we could get on that train of thought <laughs> like that, like it's gonna shine through anyway. Like the the like I said, I keep referring to that light. That within you is going to shine anyway if you can stop thinking about your what what's wrong with you and what yourself look like. Just you know, just trying to pretty much trying to get in everybody else's head instead of thinking for yourself. Oh yeah, and I'm not even taking any shout outs. I'll shout or shot at um, self appreciation because like it's yeah. good to appreciate yourself. You know what I'm saying? I like the way that I look, but it's trying my best to 
not care for somebody else to like it. Mm-hmm. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Is, is that, 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 that's the difference. Is it not like exactly. I like the way that I look, but I don't need to like it so somebody else can like it. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. We ain't here talking about some real stuff on Spoken Stories, WHUPLP Hillsborough, 104.7. You can listen to us every Wednesday from 6 to 7. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Endless Will. Uh, Endless Will on Facebook and all those other social outlets. Go ahead, let them know where they can find you, Maestra. All right, so you can find me, Maestra MCs, on just about any social media platform, Instagram, Facebook. That's M-A-E-S-T-R-A-E-M-C-E-E-S. You can find me on Instagram there and Facebook as well. Um, Spotify, my music, if you just look me up by that same thing. Um, SoundCloud, you can find me there as well. Go ahead. That's what this show is about. It's about letting you know what's out here. Y'all, I know for a fact y'all enjoying that music. I really enjoyed that second song uh, so much. Um, what's what's next for you? I know that you said mm-hmm. that you're a teacher. You've got shows coming up, but what's next for you as an artist, as a beautiful person, as a young artist still going to forever make music out in this world? Uh, what do you see next for you to grab? What I see next. Um I just want to keep moving up as far as teaching. Like my my main goal has always been to take my energy, the positive energy, and give it out to the world. Like be able to touch people the same way I was referring to my grandfather, the same way he was able to do. You know, I want to still be able to do that with music. Um, so I'm still working on my very first project. Will actually will be coming out soon. Still working on it. Um, and it's got some of the songs that you just heard. Um, Class Rules was one of them. What's going to be the name of the project? Um, I'm still working on that. <laughs> I'm going to keep that low. Oh, because so, we really, I... <laughs> so we really got some exclusives then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, my goodness gracious. Listeners, listeners, listeners. We didn't just get what y'all done heard already. We got what's going to be on the project that I ain't even named yet. <laughs> that's yeah. what's good. Thank you for that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's coming. Um and another thing that I'm actually, I was just working on um, this month was I have a project coming out. Not a project, but I have a single coming out. It's called May 16th. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, if you don't know what took place on May 16th, that's when the teachers marched downtown Raleigh for student rights and um, just what, student support. What does that mean for you? What that man, like, <laughs> if you are working right now as a teacher, shout out to you because you definitely need it. Um, if you are a teacher right now, you do understand or probably come across that. Well, I'll speak for public school. You'll come across that situation where you want to do more for a student and, you know, but the support just isn't necessarily always there. And when you're trying so hard, to get it, you know, get students where they're supposed to be, you have so many setbacks. And sometimes it comes at the risk of, you know, sometimes even your own job if you ain't doing it right, you know. And it, it, it depending on what you're teaching for, sometimes it'll, I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes it'll hurt you the way you're just like, man, if you're not going, if you're not going to pay me this amount, Obviously, I didn't teach for this. I mean, that's not why I became a teacher, just to make this amount. But if you're not going to do that, then at least let's take care of 
you know, the the kids here. Let's take care of the future. That's what we're supposed to be doing. But, you know, when you get responses like, you know, you can only do what you can do. Yeah, that, I mean, I get that to an extent, but I feel like there's a lot more that we can be doing right now. Oh, yes. Yes, I definitely agree. It's like uh, safety should not be a safety should not be one of the things where it's like, OK, well, um, that's why I don't want to go to school because I don't feel safe. When I seen that, I know that Santa Fe stuff is, is so heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking when I heard it on the radio. Um, it, it's just heartbreaking. You know what I'm saying? But I, I definitely understand when I seen the picture of all of those teachers that were walking in Raleigh. It was mind blowing. Like, wow. Like, look at all of this representation for education. And I feel like that is the one profession that isn't appreciated when that's the one profession that everybody goes through. There is mm-hmm. not one person living in America that hasn't interacted with a teacher. Even but, if you were homeschooled, you still got taught you still got, <laughs> at the you end got, of the day. Even if you were homeschooled, you still got taught at the end of the day. Yes. What what What's the outcome? What's the end result in that? Like Man, end, if some if all of those t- people would have done that on the sixteenth, and if everybody's one thing would have happened on the seventeenth, what would have been different? Okay, I'd rather answer that question as though what do we want mm-hmm. at the end of the day? What I want is to be able to teach my students and have resources to teach them the way that you're, you know, demanding that we do. For one. If we got to do all this technology or whatever, and I mean, hey, (laughs) if it's policy, it's policy. Like, if we have to teach them through technology a different way than we came up, then give us exactly what we need. Give all of us that. But we shouldn't be at the, we shouldn't be in fear that we're going to lose our job just from, you know, not if we're not given those resources. Yeah, I definitely understand. We shouldn't be made to feel like that because, you know, it's not that we're not trying, you know, <laughs> like cell phone you, parents, these cell phones, man. Yeah, kids, I get it. But kids go crazy over the cell phones. Lord have mercy. I'm just telling you. Yeah, kids in go real crazy. Life, kids go crazy. Over just, these cell I mean, phones. because right now what you see in that home, I mean, you probably we probably seeing it, too. Do, so. you, <laughs> do, do you feel like you being a musical artist and having that touch and that art degree? And being education and being having a career in education, uh, are you able to influence that and let kids know your passion? Like, I'm trying to educate you here so you can respect your passion because I respect mine. Like, this isn't just my job. Like, do you come at them like that or do you let or do they not know about Maestra? Um, they know a little bit about Maestra, but yeah, I have a, I have a certain way that I teach. So. You know, they're going to know my background. They're going to know me. I'm going to create a relationship with them so they can open up with me because I'm going to need them to do that, you know. Um, Now, they probably wouldn't be able to uh, tell you about all of my music. I'll tell you that, Mm -hmm. you know. They've heard certain things. Now, the good thing about it is I teach an elective. Um, I teach theater arts. So, so you can so you can incorporate that. Definitely. Yeah, uh huh. I incorporate some man. They've the music that y'all are gonna hear on this project, and then some of the music that y'all hear now. They are they've been listening to that. You know the production of it. Not mm-hmm. not all of my songs, but they they were listening to my beats as I was getting them. Let's yeah. put it that way. So yeah, I mean it's I mean I incorporated that in my teaching. You know, because one thing kids are gonna always love is music. 
it's something about. <laughs> well, it. I'm not gonna say all of them because I have I've met some some kids before that told me, well, I don't listen to music, so hey, <laughs> that's cool. That's yeah, cool, they just but. don't listen to it. Yeah, I can I can attest to that. I didn't necessarily dive into music until like ninth end of ninth grade oh but i bet you like when they get to a certain age they'll be able to tell you about certain songs because even though they don't they might not get the same rise that you know an artist would or other children that you know really can get into music they're still going to be able to tell you oh, okay i remember that song from way back when and yeah i <laughs> mean if you're playing it it's it's like when when women are pregnant like they'll tell you to play music for your child and it'll you know, they might not obviously remember the words verbatim. Oh yeah, everybody maybe, every, maybe not. Yeah, everybody listen, everybody listen and just just kinda just think about your favorite song for a second because I know when I think about my favorite song, it's like a couple of them that pop up in my head and it's just depending on what mood I'm in, the one go pop up out my exactly. mouth. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely have some that come into my brain. You know what I'm saying? That I think about. Speaking of good music, I'm gonna play this last song by our uh, amazing feature. Letting her, she's letting us know about um, some some school some schooling that she's done. She's letting us know about her musical influence. She's letting us know so much about herself and how her, her take on this whole May 16th issue and what she wants to happen and what can help her and other teachers be better teachers in this community because they are definitely, we are definitely needed. So uh, shout out to this music, shout out to Maestra, shout out to Durham for breeding Maestra, and we need more Maestras out here. I'm going to play this end of the tunnel right now. I've cried in a glass of wine All the pride I felt to have inside Will revive If I, if I, if I If I could see the light At the end of the tunnel Oh yeah, 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 yeah Sipping rest Goliath and I'm wishing I was David One stone left but I'm thinking I should save it for the next giant Trying to take over my mind Steady trying to break me down like an enzyme The demons in my head telling me I cannot make it Just like Satan to say I could not succeed until I fake it The blatant misuse of my talent would be futile The damage it would do to my ego would be brutal I try to represent for the youngins back at home Who feel as if they're going through the struggle all alone Desperate to be a sign of short so I floss on my Allure and disguise it with the muir Feeling so impure So I'm searching for a cure For this pain that I endure The savior that I seek Lives deep down inside of me But it's so hard to be sure That's why I say if I Could see the light At the end of the tunnel Eye from an eye heartbroken Pondering vengeance daily Sipping something strange to change whatever ails me I barely made it out alive this time I fear the next interaction, I won't survive benign I just wanna leave this world behind me I don't belong in this world, reminds me Want me silent, want me following blindly If that's the case, please don't be affected by exes Absence of my face, check it Now you fiending for me, so expecting Been rejected, but he projected The show must go on Wondered if he feel the same with Wonder Woman gone Pseudo bros, legion of hoes, so strategic With no allegiance, make him sad, he rubbed this woman wrong this is a song for me but it's also a song for you should you accept it the rep what you've been going through far too often the heart shrouded in darkness so light it up if you spark and just embark it at the end of the tunnel i could see the light
Light at the end of the tunnel This world will funnel off your dreams If you let it run you So let your passions take action May that everlasting sun shine its light upon you Cause I ain't done The rabbits got the gun And I'm aiming for the prizes I've already won Good Good music right there. Good music. Like I said, if you don't like that, I'm trying to figure out what you like because that was fire. Super fire. What was the inspiration behind that music and, and what's the inspiration behind this project? Like how many tracks you go? Are you, well, give us some more uh, snippets of, of, of what you're giving us with that. All right. Um, shout out to Lena. Um, Lena Jackson um, came to me. She was she told me the name of the song that she wanted us to work on, and it's the last one on her EP, um, "Darkness Brim." And you know she was going through a tough time. Actually, both of us were going through a tough time, but she she really you know was enduring some things where she had some life changes going on, and um, this song right here, it was, I think. Matter of fact, I remember exactly. <laughs> it was taking me a long time to get my thoughts together to even come on this track. And I finally hit her up one day. I was like, you know what, Lena, I'm going through it for real. Like I'm 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 really ready. <laughs> and then she hit me up. She was, you know, she sent me, you know, what she wanted me to work on. So when that end of the tunnel, when she said that to me, I was just thinking the the times when I was on a long journey and I was walking and I felt isolated, mm. you know? A long journey. I love that. And Wait. on this journey, it because of the things that I would see along the way, I felt like it was never coming to an end. Because, again, like we said before, people, you know, worried about how other people think. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people make you feel like you're not getting anywhere. But... I mean, in a lot of it, shoot, if you think about the times where we use a car now and back in the day when it wasn't so easy to get around, everything seemed long, but we were still going. Yeah, we don't respect that part. We don't respect progress or the growth yeah. or the, the route, the journey. Um, I really am starting to understand that so much. Like every time a failure comes, it's like, oh, my gosh, it's the end of the world. Like I really, again, I guess that just comes with age and maturity. Like I, I hope that listeners, this has been a really good show today. You know what I'm saying? I hope that y'all have been listening to these little spurts of wisdom that I'm giving myself, uh, Maestro's giving me, and we giving to y'all as we kind of collaborating on these thoughts because it's important to really be self-conscious of your growth. And it's a process. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can go through those hurdles. That's why they call that, yo, right? Right. Yeah, it wouldn't be a race as entertaining as it was if you had if you didn't have the question of falling. It's just about getting back up. Exactly. That's what this whole life thing is. I was sitting out and I was talking to a young boy in my neighborhood. I was like, you know what? I know you, it, it seems like you're not having a good time right now with just how things are going in life. But you got to think, if there was nothing out there to motivate you, you would just sit there not doing anything. And I was like, as soon as you're born, you already start working because if you ain't breathing, you ain't living. Mm. I asked him, I said, what happened if your brain ain't working? He was like, you did. <laughs> All right, then. So do you think that without the obstacles in life, you would be living? You would have anything to overcome? There, there would be no reason for you to be happy because everything would just be and that's it. That's why there's two sides to everything, and there's you're supposed to try to work for that balance. And it's always going to be a problem whenever you you trying to get 
more than what that balance is because now you're tipping the scale right back over again. You got to start back over. Mm-hmm. You just got to focus on getting getting yourself back to homeostasis, getting yourself balanced. Mm-hmm. Listen to her. You know, and you got to figure out when something is, is different, when you get a change, you just got to figure out, okay, I was doing it this way. Now, obviously, I might either have to do more or switch it up. Sometimes you just got to do less. Sometimes you just been doing entirely too much. Hmm. She been in here blessing us. You know, she just, been in here blessing us. We had spoken it's stories. Real. She in here blessing us with that wisdom. Bachelors of Science and Psychology. We got educator, hip hop artist, influential person. She done gave us so much, so much. We got a couple seconds left. Go ahead, shout out your plugs. So they know where to find you. All right, again, you can find me at Maestra MCs on Instagram. That's M A E S T R A E M C E E S. Thank you, listeners. Spoken Stories. And we out. Thank you for listening to Spoken Stories.